Hey there, fellow pop culture nerds, Christian from the Proton Pack podcast here. Tony and I recently made the transition to host our podcast at anchor.fm, and they made switching from our previous podcast host an absolute breeze. Whether you're old pros like us or new to the podcast game, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. In fact, you don't even need the complete tech setup that we use. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. That includes creation tools allowing you to record and edit your podcast, which you can do right from your phone or computer, and it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And as you gain traction with your show, you can easily make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. of the Proton Pack Podcast. I'm Chris, and with me always is the scorpion to my sub-zero, Tony. Say hey, Tone. Scorpion. Scorpion. <laughs> All right. Oh, We're scorpions. Episode 34. Are we doing it again? No. I no, just, I was trying to put uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane together with Scorpion, and I was like, why is that playing? And then and it occurred to me that it's the Scorpions who are doing that, so that makes more sense. <laughs> we are uh, playing with a lot of new stuff today, so uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we are recording this so you guys can watch it on YouTube. Uh, we're getting things set up that uh, maybe in the future we can do a live broadcast as well, but uh, lots and lots of cool stuff. Um, so yeah, you know, we might have a few technical difficulties, but uh, you know, what would be an episode of the show without them? Yeah, we can't always have a flawless victory when we do this show. Good pull, good pull. <laughs> All right, uh, we don't have a ton to go over this week, but uh, we've got some good stuff, so uh, I'm excited about it. Um, before we do that, we're going to go ahead and get into our shameless plugs. Oh, yeah, shameless plugs would help them find out. <laughs> Told you, technical difficulty. This is going to be a technical difficulty. Shameless plug time. Here we go. That's not What's it. <laughs> oh, all right, this is going to be a good episode. Rock, Rock, Rock. Four, and go. Shameless plug time. Heavenly pill that Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. That was the intro. <laughs> all right. Uh, the first shameless plug is Rough Riders. It is the nonprofit that I run. Bonking my hands into the uh, microphone. Uh, in any case, uh, we're a dog rescue nonprofit based out of Reno, Nevada. We transport dogs 
out of kill shelters and uh, give them a second chance at life, find them homes, work with the other rescues in the area, uh, give them a second chance, um, which I think I said already. Uh, boy, this is going to be one of those episodes. Wow. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. Episode 34, Friday night of just, uh, just constant just uh, mayhem. <laughs> in any case, if you're interested in learning more about Rough Riders, um, donating, uh, we've got some great programs. We've got uh, some merchandise, hats, uh, shirts, sweatshirts, all kinds of things like that. Head over to roughriders.org and uh, check us out. Uh, the next shameless plug is a little uh, pop culture show that uh, Tony does. And of course, oh, where is it? 95.1 FM Carson City Community Radio. Well, of course, I added it to it, but it's not pulling it's up. Not turning on our video. So, this is again, if you're watching us, this is just fun times. We'll just go ahead and move <laughs> that up there. <laughs> just move it. We're figuring it out as we go. Boom. Ooh, I think the problem is it's not liking the image. Yeah, well, well, anyways. Next time, it'll be up there in that blank space that's right. Imagine it in that blank space there. No no uh, Taylor Swift pun intended there. No, no. <laughs> I do a little show on Sunday nights. I do the movies with Jimmy Jones where we watch the most hideous and disgusting trailers and even good trailers too. But it's mainly whatever movie is coming out this week, and sometimes you have to scrape for the real terrible ones. Um, this week we talk about, uh, I got too many notes up too. Um, we're going to talk about a movie called Tigers Are Not Afraid. And I know you guys are dying what that is. A movie called Ready or Not. Oh, I've been looking forward to all of those. Jacob's Ladder, the reboot. (laughs) And, uh, Angel Has Fallen, uh, which is the, the third movie in the, uh, Olympus in London Has Fallen. That's the only big one this week, but, uh. You know, if you want to hear about what we thought about these, you want to hear the synopsis of these movies, check out uh, Pop Culture Kaboom's Facebook page, or you can listen on 95.1 FM Pacific Time uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. So check us out and uh, follow it on Facebook. We're up to 800 likes on that. So nice. You can really say Jimmy is. You know, I just, I'm a small fraction of the show. Like, this is my primary show. That's where I kind of just guessed once a week so you're the supporting cast i'm the supporting cast this is the main show here but ch- check us out pop culture kaboom uh, you can follow us on facebook so we move on from there nice 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 all right next one if this thing will play what it's supposed to oh of course now it's popping up pop culture kaboom <laughs> all <laughs> right <laughs> The next one is totally rad. 1981.com. It is a uh, bitches fighting upstairs. Is there? I can't yeah, even hear bitches. I mean, uh, female dogs. It's like WWE up there. The cream of the crop. <laughs> All right. Uh, totally rad. 1981.com. A uh, website I started originally uh, just for some cool vintage apparel um, throwbacks to the eras we grew up in in the 80s and 90s, and uh, I've recently 
morphed it into something that's going to be a little bit different. So stay tuned and uh, we will update you there on what it's going to be. It'll be fun. It's uh, basically an extension of this show. But if you head over to our Instagram page, we have all kinds of really cool retro commercials and, uh, you know, uh, show intros and cartoon intros and things that uh, will definitely bring you back to that era. So uh, I would definitely recommend hitting up uh, totally rad 1981 on Instagram. Agreed. All right. And that excellent. And then the next shameless plug is something that uh, we just found out about uh, two days ago, yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it was yesterday. Yep. Tony and I and the Proton Pack podcast, we are going to be at the Reno Pop Culture Con, which is from uh, November 8th through the 10th here in Reno uh, over at the convention center. We're going to have a booth. We're going to have uh, probably do a live show from there. And then we're figuring out what else we're going to do as well. But uh, we can line up some uh, people to talk to. So if you would like to be a part of that, if you uh, got an upcoming uh, pop culture project or, you know, something along those lines, whether it's movie, TV show, comic book, uh, something along those lines, you know, get in touch with us and uh, maybe we can get a, fit you in on the live show. Uh, looking forward to doing it. Never done it before should have less technical difficulties and I don't think there'll be any sound bites at this show. So. We can only hope there's less technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, aside from, you know, people reaching out to us, uh, you know, it'd be awesome to do some interviews live with, uh, Fans or people that want to promote something, but uh, guests that are going to be there, a couple that I'm excited about are uh, Ray Park, who played Darth Maul. Oh, Darth Maul, right on. Yeah, and uh, John Barrowman, who played uh, Malcolm Merlin in uh, Arrow. I'm just smiling at the camera. I don't know who that is. Tony's having a drink of his beer. It's all good. You are fake news. (laughs) (laughs) The hard lemonade, not quite a beer. All right, that does it for our shameless plugs. We are going to get into TV news as we do each and every week. Hopefully, Tony's got that one pulled up. Bazinga! The cream of the crop! story is a show that I never expected we'd be talking about on this show. Um, it's for those of you who grew up with, you know, the dawn of Comedy Central, uh, you probably have fond memories of a show called Crank Yankers. Uh, Tony and I obviously grew up with those. Uh, essentially, it's Muppet-type puppets doing prank phone calls. And uh, with all that being said, the show is coming back for what they're calling a fifth season to Comedy Central on September 25th. Um, Yay! Happy <laughs> because I'm making brown beautiful duty in my pants. You need to stop calling here. <laughs> it's such a funny show. If you are too young or if you've never seen it before, well worth checking out. Uh, there is an official trailer that uh, Tony will more than likely be putting up on our Facebook page. Uh, you can find that at facebook.com forward slash Proton Pack Podcast. And the voice cast coming back is huge. Um, the show was originally started by Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla, but now you've got, I, I'm just, 
we're going to lay down a ton of names here. Tiffany Haddish, yeah. Aubrey Plaza, Nick Kroll, Jeff Ross, Tracy Morgan, Sarah Silverman, Nikki Glazer, David Allen Greer, Kathy Griffin, Arturo Castro, Will Forte, Lil Ray Howry, Abby Jacobson, Natasha Leggero, Thomas Lennon, Dimitri Martin, Bobby Moynihan, Kevin Nealon, Adam Pally, Chelsea Peretti, Tony Barbary, Paul Shear, Eliza Schlesinger, Jimmy O. Yang, and Derek Waters. I mean, that's a lot of comedic talent that uh, yeah. making crank phone calls, I, it, it'll be fun. I think so, too. It'll be interesting nowadays because, I mean, back when we grew up watching Crank Yankers, it was funnier because cell phones didn't really quite, they existed, but they were more like Zach Morris or cordless phone type uh, phones. Mm -hmm. You didn't have everything, and you could really get away with uh, the caller ID, and you had to worry about being traced, but that was really about it. So. And the other thing is how they do this one now. Yeah, because everybody had landlines, most people actually picked up their phones. Now I don't pick up my cell phone unless I recognize the number. So Hi, this is Sarah. Your itchy your itchy ball sack medicine is now available. Press here now. <laughs> um my guess is they'll probably mostly be calling like businesses, you know, people who have no choice but to pick up. Um but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. September 25th, so you've got uh, ooh, a little over a month before that comes back to Comedy Central. Yeah. Remember, like, uh, well, you, of course you remember this, but for our listeners, uh, Chris and I, we had a gig one time in, in our senior year in high school. We had this really crappy job at a telemarketing joint where we had to sell burpees gardening seeds and field and stream you had to sell um there was a lot of magazines yeah and i remember chris and i used to do everything we could to get fired from this job yep and so that was like our own version of crank yankers right there it was uh who can screw the other person over on their sale and interrupt and i let me tell you we never got fired i bet if that place was still in there we probably would still have a job which is because <laughs> we were awful but you know, nonetheless, fun stuff, fun random ramp there. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, uh, I at one point, I just had it. So I told Tony, hey, I'm going to lunch. I got in my car, never came back. Yeah, oh, man, I was I was super jealous when you left that day. I was <laughs> like, no, don't leave me. What the f- are you doing? Don't leave me in this mother f- place. <laughs> uh, oh, good times, good times. Good times. All right. Of, uh... Moving on to our next story. Um, a show that I was definitely interested in, never saw it, um, mostly because I don't have cable. I do most of my stuff through streaming. Uh, but Sci-Fi had a Superman sort of prequel series called Krypton. And then uh, Krypton... Not like you said, Krypton. 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 <laughs> the uh, first season got really good reviews, obviously came back for a second season, and they brought all kinds of new characters that uh, people know and love from the comic books, including Lobo, Doomsday, General Zod, and uh, obviously they expected it to be bigger and better than even the first season. Uh, with all that being said, uh, Sci-Fi has decided to cancel Krypton after season two. Um, 
it looks like they're averaging just 408,000 viewers per episode, which is pretty low. Uh, the other thing was they were planning a Lobo spinoff based on the season two, and uh, that's been canceled as well. So you're saying it's dead. Headed to The Undertaker. <laughs> Rest in peace. So yeah, if you're a fan of that show, uh, enjoy it while you've got it, but uh, it's not coming back for a third season. Uh, sticking in the realm of comic books and television, we're moving on to our next story, which is Hulu's Marvel television series. Um, we know that... When you just said moving on, I thought of the damn Jeffersons for some reason. That's actually what I was going to talk about. The Jeffersons are now part of the MCU. Yes. All right. George and Wheezy are definitely moving on up. <laughs> um, no, we're talking uh, Hulu is in partnership with Marvel because uh, Hulu was originally owned by Fox. Now Marvel owns Fox. And so in any case, uh, Marvel's bringing a number of TV series to Hulu that aren't directly connected to the MCU, but uh, are... MCU adjacent. Um, and we talked about it on, I don't know, four, five, six episodes back, uh, that the two main properties that they're bringing are Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. And this is the Ghost Rider, you know, uh, the Robbie Reyes version uh, from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so, yeah, yeah. And uh, which was a, a really good version. Obviously, it's not the Nick Cage. It's not, ugh, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> That was awful. But uh, in talking with um, reporters, Jeff Loeb, who is Marvel Television's chief, said that uh, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom are going to be part of um, sort of a team up. Basically, everything's wrapped into a title called Adventure into Fear. And it's sort of what Netflix did with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then finally, um, you know, them teaming up together. That's essentially what they're going to do with these two series. And so, uh, you know, we had a feeling that they'd be interconnected, but uh, Jeff Loeb has officially confirmed that. Uh, there is no word on when they are actually coming out, but uh, as that news comes available, we'll let you know. Can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. November, it becomes all official. All these uh, Disney, I was thinking that when watching Netflix yesterday, how many, uh, those are just going to start disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now Hulu's going to get a lot more ammo. So. Well, my hope is that uh, once Netflix drops them, because they're Marvel properties, hopefully they'll either end up on Hulu or on Disney+. Plus. Because uh, I, I haven't finished watching Jessica Jones or um, Punisher. I think I've caught up on everything else, though. Yeah. It's like you said, man, a lot of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, just so much TV, so much Marvel, so much Disney. Speaking of Disney Plus, uh, we are getting word now that uh, Ewan McGregor, who we were hoping would return to the role of Obi Wan Kenobi in a Star Wars movie, originally was planned as a standalone, <laughs> standalone, uh, maybe getting his own Disney Plus series. Yes. Um. Yes. Yes. Really. Yes. If they find us, they will crush us, grind us into tiny pieces, and blast us into oblivion. Sith Lords are our speciality. Now, while I wasn't a huge fan of the 
prequel movies, I mean, they had their good points, but, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan was certainly a standout, and I know uh, a lot of fans was ho- were hoping that uh, he would show up. Um, I'm hoping, we know that we're getting The Mandalorian, uh, maybe he'll make his entrance into that series, which will then spin off into the Obi-Wan one. <laughs> so is this one, does it even say, does it cover, do you think it's going to be kind of uh, what happens between episode three and episode four? I would assume so. I mean, just because it's Ewan McGregor, obviously episode four, you had um, um, Sir Alec Guinness, who was playing it. Um yeah, there's no way you McGregor, you you and McGregor. Come on, man! You and the chosen one. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Connor McGregor. I don't know why. Connor uh, McGregor. So yeah, it could it could either be between episodes uh, three and four. But in thinking about that, we know that uh, Clone Wars, the uh, animated series was is official canon and that all takes place in between those time periods as well right right so i don't know could be a prequel could be uh you know before he meets anakin uh who's to say but we do know that uh mcgregor is officially in talks to rejoin the star wars universe uh over at disney plus which is very very cool that's gonna be awesome and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. All right, that does it for TV news. We are going to go into our weekend box office and movie news now. Movies. I knew the key master. I've been up, fuzzball. We came, we saw, we uh, always fun. All right. Uh, weekend box office, not a huge surprise this week. Um, number one, staying at number one was Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, brought in another $25.4 million. Nice. Uh, yeah. Calvin and Hobbs. That's, that's awesome. They're making that Skrilla. And I feel bad. I, Money sign, you know. I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I didn't mean to hit that button. <laughs> Par for the course today. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at that fucking smile on my face. <laughs> ben Affleck. All right. Some of these, I don't know what they're going to say. And there you go. All right. Ben Affleck, man. Now I've got to mark this episode as a bomb of fantasy. <laughs> Oh. In any case, have you had a chance to see the movie yet, Tom? No, I'm going to go see it tonight, maybe. Okay, all right. Well, Quite possibly. I maybe. haven't seen a movie since Spider-Man. Me neither. With any luck, uh, yeah, we'll get a slightly late review to the movie for the next episode. Um, but yeah, I've just been so busy. I know you've been busy and traveling. Um, just one of those things. Yeah. In any case, uh, let's see. Second place went to Guillermo del Toro's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark with $20.8 million. I can't stop him. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> you got some spooky... I was trying to do a spooky thing for the scary stories, so now you just get... 
Well, whatever song that was that played is uh, quite the opposite of spooky. Spooky, <laughs> scary skeletons. <laughs> That's what it said. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Second place, twenty point eight million dollars. Um, I was honestly expecting that one to be number one, but uh, honestly, it hasn't gotten much press. So, no, overly surprising. In no, I definitely want to see it. Though. <laughs> I should have just done that for a scary <laughs> spooky scary skeletons. So dumb. <laughs> Why in the hell I hit that damn button? You gotta uh, love that. No, I'm telling you. In third place, we had uh, the Lion King with another twenty point, or just twenty million. They didn't add yeah, point to it. it. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> still not. No. No. <laughs> no. Like you, last movie I saw was uh, Spider Man. So I want to see it. It's just finding the time. Yep. There's Get- not a lot of time. Getting out of the house. And... Here I am putting in for a manager spot to have even less time to do these things. <laughs> All right. Uh, in fourth place, we had Dora in the Lost City of Gold. Uh, oh, we did it! We did it! We did it! <laughs> opening with $17 million. Um, Oddly enough, it's getting pretty decent reviews. Yeah, I got good reviews. Lauren said it was awesome. Apparently, it's it's sort of meta, makes fun of itself. Um, you know, you've got, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Um, Michael Louis, Pena. Yeah, Luis and Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. So I am still don't plan on seeing it, but, uh, yeah, it's getting good reviews. Uh, let's see. In fifth place, we had Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with $11.6 million. I still want to see it, even though it's getting a lot of. <laughs> that sounds like a motorcycle, <laughs> not a fart. <laughs> oh man, farts are funny. <laughs> so, anyways, once upon a time in Hollywood, would you say, huh? <laughs> yep. And apparently, this is the first original movie to surpass a hundred million dollars uh, at the box office this year. Everything That's else awesome. has been sequels and prequels and, and all sorts of things. Um, but this is the first original. You're going to hate me for the next one we talk about. <laughs> in sixth place, we have The Art of Racing in the Rain with $8.1 million. <laughs> I only give it a fart because the damn trailer tells you the whole damn movie. It does. Um the funny thing is that uh, it's actually based on a kid's book that when my boys were out here, my son Reese brought, and uh, it's called Enzo Races in the Rain. And uh, he kept Reese kept saying, I can't wait to see the movie. I can't wait to see the movie. It's like, what movie are you talking about? And then I realized that this that was, was that bad. movie. Yeah. It's one more lap, Danny. Woo! Kevin Costner. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. In seventh, seventh place, we have uh, a new crime drama that I'm not familiar with called The Kitchen with $5.5 million. Yeah, it's got um, Melissa McCarthy and... Um, Tiffany Haddish, Haddish and Elizabeth Moss. There comes... What was that? that? Was, it was a kitchen fart. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, stain it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
boy, this is a <laughs> weird one today. <laughs> uh, staying in the top ten was uh, Marvel Spider-Man Far From Home. Sorry, Marvel slash Sony Spider-Man Far From Home with another 5.3 million. I like it. That's a great movie. It's the only movie I've seen in the last month. <laughs> it was good. Surprised you don't have like the old Spider-Man 70s theme song. Oh, Hold okay. up. We can make it happen. I mean, I can type anything on the fly. I can't promise you what the hell it's going to do, though. Well, sometimes what you type in is what uh, actually comes what? out. So. Tell him, Peter. Uh, apparently, everybody gets one. Bingo. <laughs> what? That, exactly. Like that. <laughs> what the heck? No, just give me the Spider-Man thing. Uh, I'm a little terrified of what's going to come the remix yeah it was not what i wanted oh well all right uh ninth place we had ninth place we had pixar's toy story 4 with another 4.4 million man that thing is raking in the dough it is and then uh, closing out the top 10 is a PG-rated comedy drama called The Farewell with 2.2 million. Not a clue what that's about. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even give it a fart because I don't know what it is. Um, and then next week, we've got uh, the Angry Birds movie 2 coming out, 47 meters down on Cage. Um, Good where, boys, where which do- I think is going to be like a... Um, Probably. Super bad. Yeah. Just yeah. give me a younger version of that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Seth Rogen's a producer on it, so I, I assume it's very similar in tone. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be very entertaining. So, uh, again, my girlfriend is the non-movie one, and she's at Good Boys right now. So. She really? <laughs> she's more than I do anymore. She's not as busy as you are. No, apparently not. <laughs> so that was the, uh, the uh, train wreck of box office reports <laughs> all right uh this week we don't have a trailer of the week so you won't be hearing that uh little intro song but uh moving into the first bit of movie news uh alexander aha who uh, directed crawl placid lake 2 is in talks with uh, Amblin Entertainment to direct a horror movie that is interactive. I assume it's going to be on one of the streaming services and sort of be along the lines of what uh, Black Mirror did with Bandersnatch, which is sort of a, uh, you know, choose your own adventure, um, you know, doing certain things, uh, have different outcomes and different consequences. And uh, apparently this movie... um, is of course sticking in the theme of things, a horror and based around a, a haunted house. So um, not much additional information on that. Again, we don't know which streaming surface it's going to. Um, my guess is with it being Amblin, uh, probably Apple streaming service. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think you'll actually see this one in theaters because I don't know how well that would actually uh, do in theater. But Nonetheless, cool idea, good good originality, and way to think outside of the box. And with Amblin, not a bad thing. Good studio to be a part of for that. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, you know, if you're using the technology that's available to you, you know, Bandersnatch was just sort of the the first one. If somebody really nails it right, there could be a lot that can be done with the sort of choose your own adventure uh, 
um, idea. Right. I think it'd be cool for a horror movie. It's definitely different. It's got to be better than some of that crap I review on Pop Culture Kaboom. (laughs) There is a lot of crap out there. It really is. And and God bless the people that go out and make the movies and chase their passion. Um, There is just so many weird movies out there. So weird. I don't know how they get made, but they get made. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. She is losing her mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our next story, a property that I was excited about uh, getting a a proper either sequel or reboot. It's already been rebooted once, but not giving it the, the attention it deserved. And then when I found out who was behind it, I got even more excited. And what we're talking about is RoboCop Returns. Um, Dead or alive, you are coming. Originally, RoboCop Returns, again, was supposed to be a direct sequel to the original RoboCop movies and directed by Neil Blomkamp, who, uh, you you know, from District 9 or Elysium and uh, very exciting stuff. And uh, he was working on it, directing it. Um, Unfortunately, he is no longer attached to the movie. Uh, He is going off and shooting something else with MGM. And so we don't know if it's going to be put on the back burner, if uh, he's going to come back to it. Um, Who knows? Neil Blomkamp has a bad track record with, uh, you know, these reboots. He was supposed to do a uh, Aliens movie as well, and uh, that never happened. What? He's uh, (laughs) he's probably good. He's off of it. Maybe find somebody that has true passion and love for that and uh, go from there. Well, I think he did. I think the problem is that uh, because it was just in such like development hell that he had to go and, and get another job. You know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, if if you're sitting on something for too long, you know, it, it might be just time to, to move on to, to something else. Right. Well, that could be, but it is over for him. What? I don't know what that one thing is. For now, anyway. All right. Uh, moving on to our next story. A, another series that got sort of a, a proper sequel and reboot. Uh, we're talking G.I. Joe. And, of course, when um, The Rock joined the sequel to it, a much better movie than the first one, Rise of Cobra. Oh, absolutely. Rise of Cobra was terrible. It doesn't matter what you think! You know, Hasbro was trying to cash in on the whole Transformers thing. Um, failed miserably with the first one. Did well with Retaliation. Well, now we're getting information that uh, there is a G.I. Joe spinoff for Snake Eyes. And, of course, that's everybody's favorite character. And that uh, actor Henry Golding, who, uh, if you ever saw Crazy Rich Asians, um, is in talks to portray Snake Eyes. Uh, which is interesting because uh, the whole thing about Snake Eyes is you never see his face. So um, uh, my guess is that they're going to retcon things a little bit so that uh, you actually see him, who he is, or how he gets to the point where, you know, you no longer see his face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, crazy bitch agent going to play the Snake Eyes. I've got a PSA for that. Wait, Sorry, it's really shitty quality. Remember, you need teamwork to win, not arguments. Yeah, we know. 
and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! <laughs> That's all I can give you because it's I had to YouTube that one. Ah, and knowing yeah, is was, half the battle. I couldn't find a, I couldn't find a soundbite for just knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe. I had to freaking find a crummy YouTube one for that. I'm surprised. You think I that'd am be too? Right at the top. You can find anything else. I can find Amy from San- Sonic Adventure 2, but I can't find that. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad cartoons don't do those awful PSAs anymore. Oh, man. They were terrible. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a thing yesterday that was all about uh, Captain Planet and the making of it, and apparently that was the show that killed the whole PSA thing because essentially every episode was a PSA, and people were just like, no more. Oh, gosh. I, that's probably the last show that did do it. Yeah. Oh, man. So this spinoff is looking to be uh, directed by the captain director, Robert Schwenke. Schwenke? Uh, Brian Goldner producing. And so, uh, let's see, Evans Biliotopoulos, who uh, recently wrote uh, the Beauty and the Beast uh, remake and helped develop the story for the new Charlie's Angels. He's the screenwriter on it. I don't. I hopefully it'll be good. I don't know if maybe they're trying to milk off the Bumblebee thing. Could be. I mean, Bumblebee, yeah. I think, sort of righted the ship for Transformers, especially all of the uh, Cybertron stuff. Um, but I don't think they're looking at taking that any further. They were talking about it, but I don't know. It's the problem is when people go away from the source material, it gets bad. And obviously, Marvel learned that the source material material is what's super important and uh that's why they're doing things right yeah very good okay very good <laughs> oh yeah all right uh good moving on to the next story we have a new entry into uh, something we've talked about many many times and probably could fall under, under our as the nerd world turns don't have a button for it so as the nerd world turns, it's another dramatic story. But this week it's about the new mutants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the new mutants, which was in development by Fox, kept getting pushed back. Obviously, Disney then bought Fox, and nobody knew where it was going. Uh, it's 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 having its issues, and uh, apparently in this new report, Disney is very unimpressed with the way the, the New Mutants turned out. Are you surprised? Not at all. Goodbye! Um, Fox was trying to take this into sort of a haunted house type vibe, uh, away from the traditional um, comic book movie, and uh, for all intents and purposes... It doesn't work. Now, the problem is um, we're supposed to see it soon in theaters, but it keeps getting pushed back. And nobody really knows. I mean, at this point, it looks like it's been pushed back to August 2nd next year. Again? No, I can't. I can't be reading that right. No, because remember, it got pushed to August of this year. I mean, this movie was supposed to come out twice, three times last year. Oh, it was supposed to come out August 2nd this year. Yeah, and, and then it said it got moved to August 2nd, but it didn't even make it. No. 
So who knows when we're ever. I don't know if you'll have, this might become like uh, the old infamous Fantastic Four uh, movie that was so bad back when we were growing up that only like serious collectors got their hands on a bootleg copy of that movie. And it was awful. I was one of those, yeah. It was, it was, geez, like this, this must be that bad if they're not, if it keeps getting pushed because they're not working on it no more. No. What I think they need to do is, what I think they need to do is since Disney owns Hulu, just put it out on Hulu. Let it sit there. It'll eventually disappear. Let people who want to see it, see it. Um, don't put any press into it or any marketing and just let it die a slow death and let Marvel revamp all of the mutants and, and do things the right way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of Marvel, and uh, you know, we talked uh, a couple episodes back about all of the uh, phase four properties that are coming out for um, uh you know, the MCU. And uh, the final thing that they revealed was uh, a new Blade. And uh, they brought out Mahershala Ali, uh, who's going to be playing Blade. And uh, immediately the internet blew up and everybody figured, you know, what about Wesley Snipes? You know, uh, did they even talk to him? Did they even consider him? Well, it's coming out now that uh, Wesley Snipes may actually be in Blade not as Blade, but playing Dracula. And uh, I think that would be a great little homage to his character in the original Blade movies. For those of you who don't remember, Blade was really the one that kicked off this new wave of superhero mo- movies. It was before X-Men, it was before Spider-Man, and uh, you know we owe a lot to what has uh, you know come of the Marvel movies since Blade. And so them including Wesley Snipes into the action is uh, probably a good thing. Yeah, I think this is going to be really good if they get him in there. Nice, good homage. And I think it'd be the first time Marvel has taken somebody that was the lead character and then making them the villain in their version. So that, yeah, I think that's cool. I like it. Um, the other thing, I don't know if you're looking at this uh, article tone, but uh, if you scroll down, there is a poster with Mahershala Ali. Um, it looks I, like Wesley Snipes. It sort of does. I don't know if this was like a fan-made poster or, you know, they superimposed uh, Mahershala Ali's uh, head on here or if it's, you know, actually from Marvel, but uh, kind of a cool way to do it. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see how it goes and uh, see when Blade enters the MCU. I think that's pretty dang cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right. Hey, so yeah. For that, so you just get a bazinga. You don't have anything for it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, another movie reboot that we've been talking a uh, a lot about uh, that's coming back, uh, hopefully in a bigger, better way. And everything that I've heard about it so far has been fantastic. Sounds like they're doing it right, sticking to the source material. Of course, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> Simon McCoy is going to be directing it, uh, and we're getting some new casting out of it. Now, they uh, had already uh, announced that Joe Taslim uh, is going to be Sub-Zero, but uh, we're now now getting uh, a couple other actors who are going to be part of this. And uh, 
Let's see. We've got uh, Ludi Lin. Who's Ludi be... Lin, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be playing Liu Kang. Um, if you don't mm -hmm. recognize the name and saw the uh, Power Rangers reboot, uh, he played the... Which Ranger? Um... Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah, he was in it. <laughs> he, was, he was the Asian actor. For some reason, it's just... <laughs> yeah, he was the Asian one. I don't know. He's somewhere in there. All right. Uh, a couple other uh, um, actors that we're getting into this is McCod Brooks. If you ever watch uh, Supergirl, he plays uh, Jimmy Olsen. He's going to be playing Jax in this. Jax. There's you, no have, Jax. you have a newcomer named Sissy Stringer. She's going to be playing Melina. No. And... We have an actor named Tadanobu Asano, who Asano. I'm looking through, does not say who he's going to be playing, but uh, my guess is uh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung wins. Oh, no, he is uh, looking to be Raiden. Raiden? Raiden. So not that awful awful Christopher Lambert version. Right. That's not a Raiden sound, you cheapo. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> no, I don't either. Oh, man. It's supposed to be Raiden, but only one out of the uh, word. that I am hearing about this um, movie is that it is going to be a hard R, that they are going to have fatalities, and it's going to be gruesome. Ooh, I can't wait. All right, uh, that wraps it up for movie news. We're going to move on to some video game news, if you got that pulled up there, Tone. Yeah, I do. Hey, man, you want this the Mortal Kombat stuff in there. Yeah. Um, so sticking in the realm of Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 came out uh, a month, two months ago now. Yeah. Been out a little while. Uh, and we're getting the very first DLC, which is the character Nightwolf. Now, Night uh, I was never a fan of Nightwolf in any of the other games. Uh, probably one of my least favorite characters. But uh, apparently in this version... He's a pretty badass character. That's what I read. They Everyone gave him uh, saying that he wasn't going to be the best character. And uh, lo and behold, he has been an awesome DLC character. So uh, ING gave him a... ING? Yeah. Did I say ING? IGN, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexic of the brain as I'm scrolling. Um, they gave him uh, a nine. An amazing. He's got a versatile move set, strong fundamentals, and an awesome design to make him one of marital, marital comic episodes of train wreck in a way oh, yeah. best characters yet but these are the fun ones the ones where you constantly just have screw up after screw up so yep <sighs> it's all right working out the bugs i can't even blame the uh wimpy beer wow man freaked out is it uh princess poppy or 
It's it's Prince Mike. Little Lulu Mike or your guts. <laughs> What's Mike yet, macho? <laughs> right now, a man in my position cannot be bored to look ridiculous at any time. When it comes from me, that's just that's going. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got the game. I have not picked it up yet. Um, you still not got it? No, I just yeah, so that's why I get the busy. Get the macho version. Yeah, Randy Savage. At this point, I'm just going to wait till all of the DLC characters are out and get the ultimate, you know, Mortal yeah, Kombat exactly. 11 just ultimate. It. You know, it's not worth paying the little bucks here and there, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Like uh, if you waited on uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infamint, Infamint? Infinite. 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 Uh, that uh, train wreck of a game, uh, you can get pretty dang dirt cheap for the complete setup. So Good to know. Not a bad game. Just got a bad rap. It's not as good as the others, but I mean, it still plays. It's still fun. Yeah. Now, in terms of uh, DLCs, have they announced any other DLC characters for Mortal Kombat 11? Um, let's see what's on the pipeline. I've got. Uh, I know they wanted to look at bringing in uh, some more horror icons, um, kind of like they did with Freddy and Jason, Alien and Predator. So let's yeah, see. they were talking Spawn, but. You know, everything you hear is Spawn's going to be in the game. No, he's not going to be in the game. You know, who knows? Uh, the other one that they're sort of talking about is uh, Sindel or Sindel or whatever. Yeah, know. they're going to stick to a few. Yeah. At first, it's going to be that Nightwolf is the first one. And then. Really? This article cheated. It cheated me. It told me it was going to tell me more, but uh, I don't know, man. We'll uh, we'll have to see uh, what other character. Shang Tsung was one, so believe it or not, that they weren't on there. So <laughs> yeah, they're talking Spawn, Sindel, Shiva, Fusion, um, Ash from uh, Evil Dead is the other big rumored one. Yeah, and that's another one where they said, yeah, he's going to be in it. No, he's not. So we'll and see. And that's it so far, yeah. Spawn and Ash are two of the bigger ones. God, that'd be great to have Ash. Oh. And bring Robert England, Freddy Krueger in that. Not that crappy Earl, James Earl Haley one. <laughs> i, I got to give the Freddy prop again. What's with kids today, huh? No respect. And if they do bring in Ash, have Bruce Campbell do the voice. Uh, yes. He's got that perfect amount of snark and um they couldn't do it without him honestly i would play a soundbite but uh, i don't think there is <laughs> i know those are not ash voices all right and then moving moving on to our last story not only of uh, the video game segment but of the uh, entire show the uh, slight train wreck of a show that <laughs> <laughs> visuals sloppy 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 episode but uh, you know what it's all good if you've tuned in this long you hopefully you're having some laughs and enjoying the sound bites and the stories yeah we're having fun you know regardless it gives us a chance to hang out at least over the internet for an hour and entertain ourselves and Every once in a while, we've got some really good shows that uh, come out, and every once in a while, you get a fun little train wreck like this, and either way, it uh, it's entertaining to us, at least. Yeah, also rumored, just kind of, just now that the page brought up, apparently, um, 
the Joker and the Terminator are possible um, rumored characters as well. Terminator would be pretty awesome. Yeah. He asked him if he's still a baby. And if they brought in Joker, seeing his fatalities, I, mean, I oh. think he's the only character you could really bring in to, to do that. To do that. Oh, yeah. That would be so sweet. Gosh, I hope they do that. baby. <laughs> All right. Now, officially moving on to our last story, uh, we're talking Super Smash Brothers. Uh, looks like in one of the recent DLCs, they brought out uh, a couple characters or a character, um, Dragon Quest's hero or heroes. And uh, from uh, they made them way too overpowered, and uh, it's almost nearly impossible to beat them. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, that's going to have to be a uh, update there. <laughs> that was supposed to be a Smash guy. It was supposed to be that, but instead it was some other thing. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, obviously, you've got Super Smash Brothers. I don't know if you've gotten any of the new characters, but uh, uh, have you played as him? Have you played against him? I, I'm not... I have not downloaded Hero yet, no. I downloaded the last character, Joker, um, from No No More Heroes, I think it was. I could be wrong on that. Um, anyways, uh, it looks looks good. I mean, kind of a basic. I don't really know what it's from. Uh it's from one of the role-playing games. So, Dragon Quest. Yeah, never played Dragon Quest, but uh, no, I'll I'll have to download it. Uh, Smash Brothers is fun. It always, I think, them adding more characters gives that game even more replayability. So, um, look forward to it. And uh, you know, Banjo Kazooie is the one I'm excited for. So, yeah. I always love they add the big iconic characters. You know. Right? Well, the fun thing about Super Smash Brothers is it's a different take on the fighting games. You know, it's there's so many different factors to to deal with. You know, you can do four people at a time, um, a lot going on and uh, just a ton of fun. Yeah, it's, it's such a great game. It's one of the best reasons to own a Nintendo Switch or if you have a uh, Wii U. I mean, obviously, good thing to have the Wii U dead at this point. But yeah. If you were to pick up a game for it, that was a lot of fun. Smash 3DS. Brothers. Yeah. Anywhere you can get your hand on a Smash Brothers game is always a good time. They're all good. There's no... I haven't played one bad Smash Brothers game, so... No, always fun. Always fun. All right. So that does it for this week. We really, really appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've so been... Playing with a lot of new stuff, uh, you know, this episode will be available on YouTube so you can go and watch and and see the, uh, <laughs> the screw-ups in person. You can see the blurry and me looking down constantly to adding stuff and <laughs> adding sound bites like that. So until next week, uh, 35, hopefully, hopefully we'll clear the bugs. But until then, we will see you all later. I am master of the That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Woo! Goodbye.